Thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all are the best, y'all are the best. This is like the most encouraging room and space. So I'll just say, pastors, thank you so much for fostering that, you know, because that doesn't happen on accident, you know? Uh, so thank you so much for leading us to a place where our church is like, yeah, you know, because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I want the opposite. I don't think I want the opposite. Um, okay, today we're going to be talking about the law of the lid, okay? The law of the lid. Um, you know, as uh, I was thinking through the 21 uh, irrefutable laws of John Maxwell when it comes to leadership, this one just like kept sticking out, okay? It kept okay. sticking out, kept sticking out. And I think it's one of those, like, until you really understand the law of the lid, it's a pretty simple principle, but until you understand it, like the other ones kind of keep on hitting, well, a lid. It kind of just like keeps hitting a cap. Here, here is the, here's exactly how he wrote it, okay? He said the law of the lid. Leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. Leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. Okay? So uh, I'm going to kind of just say exactly what he says, and then we're going to hit some three things, and then we're gonna, I'm actually going to do an acronym is what we're going to do here. Okay? So if, if you would grade yourself, you're, like, you're thinking about your leadership and like, hey, I'm, a, I'm an eight-level leader. Okay? Eight-level leader. Okay? This means that you're a... Scale of one to ten. One to ten. One to 150. No, I'm kidding. One to ten. Okay, one to ten. And you're like, hey, I, I'm an eight-level eight leader. I'm like, okay, cool. That's awesome. This means your effectiveness on a scale of one to ten is probably going to only really get up to a seven. Okay, you see how your level of leadership kind of can be a cap. Is everybody clear on that? I want to make sure that we understand this principle, okay, because um, I think it's important as we continue to grow and understand that our leadership can either be a cap on what God is trying to do or what we're wanting to do in our family, or we continue to grow and lift that to take our, our family and our church community to new places. So I've learned in my life there have been a handful of things that have really been a lid on my leadership. There have been a handful of things that have been a, a, a lid on me being a husband and a friend. And so I'm going to go through like three different things of what I've learned have been just lids in my own life. Okay. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit reveals some stuff to you. Okay. Because we're all complicated orders. Okay. And so like I just want to, I'm going to do it as an acronym. Okay. So it's going to be three. We're going to L-I-D. Okay. So L, y'all. L. 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 Super simple. Okay. Less of me, more of him. I just, you know, I was kind of thinking this, and I'm like, man, but that's kind of too basic. Everybody can say that. But I'm like, we're kingdom people. I'm not trying to get it twisted. And while we're talking about leadership, and yes, I want you to grow your business, and yes, I want you to do all of these things, I just, just do not want us to get it twisted or forget, like, we're kingdom people. We're kingdom people. We're kingdom people. Like, yes, get a strategy, and yes, get a five-year plan. But don't forget, we're kingdom people. I have been my best when I've been the most surrendered. I've been the best when my life is the most surrendered. And you want to lift some lids in your leadership? Have some fruit of the Spirit. Like, when did the fruit of the Spirit, like, not be cool anymore? Like, some love. Grow in your love. Grow in your peace. Grow in your patience. Grow, grow in your kindness. Like, you can be anything. Like, be kind. You want to grow in your leadership. Less of me, more of him. Okay, the next one, next one is this super simple. I, okay, I. It's on me. You have to take personal responsibility. Here's the thing that John Maxwell said, okay? John Maxwell said, it's easier to go from failure to success than it is from excuses to success. Yeah. 
That's what I thought. That's what I thought. When he's, it's easier to go from failure to success than it is from excuses to success. When I heard that, I was like, John, mind your business. Right? Mind your business. But it's so true. I've had to fight my whole adult life to reframe what failure looks like. You know, I think John Maxwell wrote a book, like, Failing Forward. I read The second it came out, I was like, I got to get this. Because, like, I just... You know, like you grow up, like, op, like there's no option to fail. Like failure is not an option. And I've had to like reframe my mind because I've learned that it's actually embracing failure that's helped me grow the most. And like just owning it and like be comfortable. Just because you fail at something, that doesn't mean you're less of who God has called you to be. That doesn't mean you're less a son or a daughter of God. It doesn't mean that you're less loved. We, we're all human beings here. Now, I'm not talking about like high moral failure and stuff like that, but, I'm, but at the same time, like own it. Own your stuff. The, um, my, um, okay, I'll say this. Whenever I was getting married to my wife, Gabby, uh, we've been married now, I think we're going to be eight years. No, nine years, nine years. It'll be nine years this year, which is crazy, okay? And um, both of us came from broken homes, okay? Like, we both came from homes where, like, our parents were divorced and remarried. And um, so getting married was really, really scary to me. This was actually, I, didn't, I don't think I really had the courage enough to get married until, like, really coming to Shoreline and getting to see a healthy marriage from Pastors Earl and Rika. So shout out to all the healthy marriages. But um, the fear of divorce and, like, a failed marriage was, like, so real to me. And I remember I, like, had this thought process in my mind of like, oh, like divorce is not an option. Divorce is not an option. Like it, it can't happen. Divorce is not an option. But here's the reality. Yeah. It kind of is. Mm. Wow. And wow. unless I own the small failures that kind of happen in our marriage, what I want, what I want to happen the least in my marriage won't happen. Does that make sense what I'm saying here? And so I, I can be a terrible husband. And if I'm continuing to be a terrible husband, the reality is, is that this big picture thing is going to happen, okay? Or I, can, or I can own all my small little failures and not push them on the side and not make excuses for them and, like, embrace these things because it's actually being honest with your failures that will actually push you towards success. Uh, my favorite movie is called The Good Year. It's like a very random film, okay? It's a Ridley Scott film. And uh, there's this guy, he says, they're playing tennis, and they, the little kid loses, okay? And the, um, the uncle goes on to say, Uncle Henry goes on to say, you'll come to see that a man le learns nothing from winning, but the act of losing, however, can elicit great wisdom. Not least of which is how much more enjoyable it is to win. <laughs> it's inevitable to lose every now and again. The trick is to not make a habit of it. And this, this, this personal responsibility, realizing that, hey, it's on me, and not being afraid or intimidated of failures, yeah, but actually owning it to take, step forward, yeah, take a step forward, has something I've had to fight with. Yeah. It's been a lid on my leadership. Because if you're not willing to admit those things, you're like capped. You become, become unaware and blind. I think everybody can probably think of someone that's like, oh, yeah, you're messing up in these areas, but you just won't admit it. And it's like, you see how it becomes a cap. Wow. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Okay, next one, y'all. The next one, y'all. Okay, the last one here, D, don't dumb down your calling. 
Y'all don't dumb down the call that God has put on your life. This has been a lid. I would to say it in like um, Shoreline City language, okay? Like do not walk in false humility, okay? One of our 12 stones is we walk in humility and to, to not walk in that false humility has been something that I have struggled with. It's been a lid in my life. And I've gone through seasons where I've done, dumbed down my calling to like my own vision. I'm not God's vision. I've dumbed down my calling to maybe like our financial situation, not what God can actually do through our finances. I've dumbed down my calling to my friend groups. And I've like settled to where like my friends think I should be. Or maybe like I've like, um, I don't want to upset anybody and I don't want to upset my friends. So I've dumbed down what God has called me to be and who God has called me. I've dumbed down my calling to people's opinions. I've dumbed it down to so many different things. And I think if you're just looking at all of these other things and you're not keeping your eyes on Jesus, it now becomes a lid. Because he's really the author and perfecter of everything that we're trying to do. The future for our church is really, really bright. But I want to make sure as leaders, we're not capped out these lids and we just stay there. Because here's the reality. And here's the question that I want to ask everybody in this room, okay? If you were to rate your leadership on a scale 1 to 10, what would it be? Okay? And here would be the next question. Is that level of leadership going to take us to 10,000 Christ-like leaders and 10 campuses? Here's the beautiful thing about it. I think it kind of feels a little heavy, okay? I'm not trying to make it heavy in here. Here's the beautiful thing about the, the, the law of the lid. Here's the beautiful thing about the law of the lid is you can raise it. You can totally raise it. You continue to grow in your leadership. I think these three things right here, for me, I've learned less of me, more of him. I realize that if I take responsibility and have a different perspective on failure, I can continue to grow. I learned that if I don't dumb down my calling and just, hey, God, I don't care what people are saying. I'm going to stand tall in the call that you have for me, and I'm just going to run after it. I think we can all lift our lids because I'm telling you, God has called you for this moment, for this time, for this church. But we have to continue to grow where we're going, okay? God, I thank you so much for this team. God, I thank you for so much for everybody that's listening to this podcast. God, I thank you that the calling you have on their life is way bigger than we could have ever imagined. So God, I pray that this law of the lid, God, I pray that literally the lids would all be lifted. God, I pray that you would help us to live a life that's more surrendered than ever. God, I pray that you would help us to have a new perspective on failure. God, that we would be able to charge for it after everything you have for us. And God, I pray that we would not dumb down the call that you have in our life, God, because we are a part of something that changes the world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. amen.